off to a roaring, stuttering start. <laughs> okay. We got an update. It's our first update. Uh, we did a review on Umiki, the whiskey. Mm-hmm. And I was poking around on the internet. I went to their website. And I've noticed this. On the label, it states... Um... Uh, Filtered ocean water with local Oceanside malt, whiskeys, and whiskeys in reserve. Okay. It's kind of confusing. Uh, they also spell whiskey without an E uh, on the label here. So, probably it's scotch, right? It's Umiki, and right under Umiki it says whiskey finished in pine barrels spelled with a, no E. So, <clears throat> did it have a heavy uh, scotch profile to it. On their website, they do say that it is desalinated ocean water. It's not just ocean water, not just filtered ocean water. It is desalinated. I mean, that's kind of, huh. if I thought about it a little more, it's kind of obvious. I mean, a little salt water goes a long ways. Yeah. You would taste that. But they say desalinated ocean water with Oceanside distilled Japanese malt whiskeys. And imported, imported grain whiskey. Imported, imported grain imported. whiskey. Yeah. Right there on their website. Imported grain whiskey. Now, if, you had, if I was a betting man, I would say I know where that's imported from. Um, Scotland? Scotland. Because that had a much more scotch, scotch profile type than flavor than Not Japanese. Japanese. No. No. I would say that there's probably 20% Japanese malt in there, and the rest is Scottish. So this is pretty much a sourced Japanese whiskey, maybe. <clears throat> well, not completely sourced, but partially sourced. Yeah. If they're getting their grains imported from somewhere else, but it's not really sourced. But Yeah, it's interesting that... But on you, the label, it says product of mm, Japan. Now we understand where that, that huge scotch profile comes from. Yeah. Totally get it now. Because when we first had it, and then when you said <laughs> world's first or whatever the term was that you used when we recorded yeah. the episode before this, world's I first. was like, yeah. And then we had it, and I was like, man, this is good. Real good. Well, that's good to know. Yeah. Uh, Can't wait to revisit it down the road ralphie was talking about J japanese whiskeys and kind of going on a rant well pretty much any video from ralphie he goes into a rant about whiskey but he was saying that japanese whiskeys are importing scotch or scot whiskeys from scotland to put in their whiskeys and i thought well like as far as blending like yeah. blending it together yeah. they put it in there they're putting it in Yep. And I thought, well, okay. Uh, I wonder maybe, if uh, Yamazaki does it. I don't know. But my suspicions are all, yeah. about 90% that this is scotch whiskey in there. Or, or, you know, scotch grain whiskey. It's uh, so much like scotch. Yeah. Anyway, thought I'd share with everyone. Uh, we're not... Uh, we don't do a lot of research on this. On yeah, this, we just go off the cuff pretty much. But yeah, that's that's so nice to know because when yeah. we had it, 
I was like, man, this is a scotch. If you told me this was a scotch, I would have believed you. Yeah. And then if it you would have told me much. that, hey, it's a Japanese whiskey, I would have been like, uh, mm. are you sure? <laughs> and it's with ocean water and pine barrels. <laughs> Couldn't pick didn't up it, much on that. Didn't get any pine from my notes, but yeah. maybe that will open up to something. But it's, still a good buy. Yeah, still it's a good buy. still worth the money and refreshing and very clean finish. It's just great. I mean, it's good. Kind of reminds but, me of that... Uh, no age statement on that, obviously. Yeah, no age. Um, kind of reminds me of that standard, I want to say, 10-year Glenmorangie, kind of. That's the profile I kind of got when oh, I first yeah. had it. I don't know how long this has been aged, but... Hmm, not long. But delicious, but Japanese whiskey uh, labels are... Boy... They can pretty much do whatever they want. I mean, that's the saying it's whiskey's in reserve. Mm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. All right. So, you got the low end? <coughs> Excuse yeah. Me. You got, got the, the low end, I got the high end? Got the high end. You got the high, I got the low. High and low, man. So, uh, today I'm going to go with a oldie but goodie. Okay. For the uh, bourbon heads out there. I'm coming at you with the low end with the Evan Williams Bottled and Bind. So, this comes from Heaven Hill Distillery. This is a straight bourbon. And, um, not sure what the age statement is, but if it's bottled and bind, I know for sure that it has to be at least four years. Not saying that this is four, but has to be at least four years. Oh, really? That's the rule? Yeah, usually. And, like I say, we're going to try this. And um, <laughs> yeah. it's pretty much my go-to, man. Especially if you want to have a every day. And then we will discuss the price later after we have pours of this. And I always have backups of this. Just in case. Do you use it primarily in cocktails? Uh, yeah, use it as a mixer. I liked it. I, I like it straight up. And just, I don't know. Just so good, man. So it's 100, 100 proof? Yeah, 100 proof. Granted, the bottle is less than halfway full. So a lot of air got to this, but man... Pretty sure it didn't make too much of a difference, but for the the buy and what you get, this is a go-to here. Charcoal, charcoal filtered. Uh, is this by Jack Daniels? No, Heaven Hill Distillery. Oh, Heaven Hill. Okay. Yeah. You probably said that. I just wasn't. Yeah. I was in, in Kentucky. At the bottle. Straight up in Kentucky. Okay. Same people that make your uh, Rittenhouse and Pikesville Rye. Elijah Craig. Huh. Nice. I'm getting a little bit of uh, nuttiness. Quite the nose. I mean, nothing to knock your socks off, but I get no dusty peanut shells. 
You know how you walk into a, one of those steakhouses and they used to have the peanut shells on the floors and stuff? I don't know if you... Yeah. I even don't know if they even do that anymore. Ground round? Yeah. Never been to one. Do they still exist? I don't know. Since I'm a Virginian guy, I, I'm, I'm assuming that that ground hound is a Midwest thing, huh? I don't even know that either. Back in Virginia, we used to have a Lone Star. I think that was the steakhouse. When you think of Evan Williams, you think bottom shelf, boozy. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, just cheap and boozy. Yeah. But uh, on the nose, I'm not getting that. Now, like I said, I, I used to cut my teeth on whiskey. Back in the day when I first, not used to, I still do. But when I first cut my teeth on whiskey, that black label which I mentioned before on this podcast. But I used to just miss that with Coke. Never mm. had that straight up. Mm. Wow. So up front, sweetness. That's big flavor. Caramel, vanilla. A little bit of a bite. Finish is not short. It's kind of medium. A nice go-to. Yeah. Everyday drinker, man. I'm really curious about the price now. Yeah, what are you thinking? From your well, what first I pay hit? is that a liter? I can't tell. Uh, seven fifty, right? I don't know. It's hard to tell. Yeah, I think this is just a standard. Uh... Yeah, this is a liter. Okay. <clears throat> This will be good in an old fashioned. It will. Really good. Yeah, another one that you can sip, neat, have with ice, or make cocktails out of. It. Yeah. It's a, a triple threat. Nothing about it stands out as odd. No. It's like a good classic bourbon. Yep. You're right. It's a good classic bourbon. Super good, man. Hmm. Real solid. A little sweet. Mm-hmm. Like I said. Sweet and savory. Yeah. Nothing to go like, <clears throat> man, woo, ow, yeah, baby, not this the, is it. It is not the blast of cherries that you get in some. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. There's, there's no cherry blast going on there. Yeah. This is... It's just downright good, man. Yeah. I think. My personal opinion, I don't know about our listeners, but some solid stuff here. Yeah. So, what do you... What would I pay for that? Yeah, what would you pay for that from your first impression of this? Well, I'm always looking for a nice, in the $20 range, mixer. Mm-hmm. I've tried a bunch of them, and... Uh, Let's see what's on my list recently. Maker's uh, Mark. Maker's Mark is for Costco is like twenty two dollars, twenty two ninety five or something like that. Was, that's a great deal. Yeah, nice weeder. For a liter of this, I would pay up to twenty three dollars. Hmm. Nice. 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 
a little less than Maker's Mark per volume. I don't know, however you want to compare them. I'll tell you this. I've seen a 1.75 liter of this, which just recently started coming out. Yeah. The 1.75. Probably about 23 bucks. Really? Yeah. So a liter of this, I think I paid 15. 15 and some change. So and probably with tax, like 16 really or something. cut through. Yeah. The, like if you used it in a uh, old-fashioned, it would really cut through. Be great. Or what I just had just a while ago, that blackberry, ginger beer, whatever mm -hmm. it's called. Be a go-to, man. <clears throat> so, yeah, I, I think this stuff is solid, man. I really do. Um, definitely a bang for your buck. Mm -hmm. um, I know there's other bottom shelfers out there that are just as good, like the old granddads of the world and what else is out there. I've never had it. I've never bought it. I'm glad you brought it over because I, yeah. I wouldn't have picked it up to try. Yeah. Um, got JW Dent, um, Old Tub. There's a lot of good ones out there. Like I said, they're not the best, but man, for the price. So what? What was a liter? What did it cost? Fifteen. Fifteen dollars. Yeah, yeah. Part Cheap. of like. Probably like seventeen dollars with tax and stuff. Wow. Yeah, hundred twenty. Huh. Like okay. I said, he could get a one point seven five for like maybe twenty five bucks, that's, something like yeah, that. Yeah, that's not bad. All right, number time. Mm -hmm. Any other notes? Any other comments? I can't think of anything. It's no. Uh, I mean, it's not that complex. No. I mean, but, you get uh, the, the classic flavors other than the cherry, like yeah, you said. No cherry bomb there. No. Mm-mm. Like Maybe a, for other people's profile, I'm not picking it up. But, Does yeah. it say anything about the barrels that they use? It's uh, almost like they use, they use refill casks because it's subtle. The cask influence yeah, I mean, is I, subtle. Or it's just maybe just... I have no idea, man. Okay. That's all I know. All right. So what's uh, your score? Give this a... Give this... Wow. For the price that... Just for the price alone, that would push it up a notch. Yeah. In, in my book. And 83. Also, okay. 83. I'm going to go with uh, 85. 85. I'm going up two points above you because it's something that's pretty much available in any ABC store, liquor store that you walk into. Grocery stores here in Wisconsin that sell liquor. You're going to see this. Yeah. And, um, Readily available. Cheap. Having people over. A gathering you could get a 1.75 for this, probably for an extra 10 bucks or so, 25 bucks. And yeah, I'm talking about a 1.75 that could last you quite some time. Yeah. You could, people could drink it straight, make a bunch of cocktails. Yeah, make a bunch <clears> of cocktails <throat> with it. It's just a uh, very uh, legit 
It's a nice offering. Okay. Very good. Yeah. So yeah, eighty five for me and uh eighty three for Dylan. Yeah. For the Evan Williams bottle and bind. For the low end. Alright. Fun time. High end. Aberfeldy twenty one. Now there's uh this I'm glad I waited on this one because it Did has you recently pick that up? A uh, friend got this for me as a gift, believe it or not. Hint, hint. Oh. I th- <laughs> wink, wink. I might know that friend. No, Ryan. Oh. Ryan oh. got this for me. Great yeah. gift. Nice guy. Uh, never got me anything, but. No. no, 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 no. <laughs> He's never going to either. This, uh, uh, yeah. when we first cracked the cork on this and tasted it, mm-hmm. it was uh, good, but not great. Uh, not like blow your socks off like this is something it has changed quite a bit we're gonna get into this i'm gonna pause because i don't i forgot to get water the thing that i want to ask or talk to the audience about before you go get that water yeah highland spaceide is which Uh, one is it highland highland yeah okay Aberfeldy. I've been intrigued by those two. Been kind of thinking that man, me and Dylan should have one of these on the the pod, which I'm still gonna get one. Maybe not the 21 since you have it, but now that's about three inches low in the bottle. Maybe two thirds full. So it it took all of that time and air and just time to develop. Because yeah. it really That's changed. the one thing about whiskeys. I don't know how it is with uh, other spirits, except for to just throw vodka out of there because that doesn't change. <laughs> right. But like rums and some of these high standard tequilas, I went if that is the same thing with those other spirits. But with whiskey, doesn't matter which one you do Japanese, Irish, Scotch, bourbon. Um. First time could be outstanding. Not saying that it gets worse after it opens up. It just gets better. And then sometimes you <laughs> have a fresh core pop and you're like, Ugh, man, this is not what I was thinking this bottle was going to be. And then you keep on going back and forth with it and stuff, not giving it the time that it should. And then you're like, man, I think I just wasted a tremendous amount of money, yeah, because this was hyped up. I don't know what everyone's talking about, but when it breathes, you go back maybe four months down the road, three months, and you're like, um, completely different. This is not the same whiskey. Now I understand what people were saying. This is forty percent, by the way. Oh, so eighty proof. Yeah, nice. so just a drop of water. Just to help open well, it up. With it being 21 years, I can see right where the level is. is a little over halfway full. Mm-hmm. I can see the the oak presence actually being 21 years in a barrel should be, be very prominent, mm-hmm. I would think. Or I'm hoping. Yeah. We're going to get into it. So people, when All you right. uh, have a bad instance, make sure you let those uh, bottles breathe if you don't like it at first. Because it could change. 
I'm gonna pause it. We'll be back. And we're back. Yeah. All right. Got the water. Let's pour this thing. Nose man, ever fell to you, huh? Twenty one year. I was curious of your thoughts. I've had time to. I get a lot of to think some, about it. Some fruit. Just a. Uh, a little hint, not a lot, of smokiness. Just a few drops. Getting some reason. Yeah. Hmm. My number, like the first thing you said was fresh fruit. Yeah. I'm getting a ton of fruit on here. I like that raisin profile, which I pick up a lot in scotches. Um, I'm getting a bit of that dustiness, too, which is probably coming from that... the oak being in that barrel for 21 years. Huh. When I smell this... Mm. First thing I smell is freshly sliced apples. Like a bunch of slices of apples. Super fragrant. Juicy. Fresh. Like, man, for 21 years sitting in the cask, it's so fresh. So people with my first taste with this... I think it's pretty excellent. <laughs> Not one of the best scotches I had, but I am going to do the the water after this. But from up front without adding water, get that fruitiness up front. And one of the fruits that I picked up was um, a lot of grape. Grape up front. Yeah. Juicy. Um, it's pretty refreshing, actually. Um, that 80 proof packs a punch of flavor. It's nothing mild. And it's not intense. It's just... It's like... Lots of flavor. It's like Goldilocks and the Three Bears. When she was trying all, all the beds. And then when she found that one that was just right... This is the elder felody <laughs> right here. It's the nose. It's, it's so yeah. This is fruit. this is perfect, man. During the summer, you I'm, you might think if you were to be blindfolded on this that this isn't even scotch. It's so fruity. Like you uh, might be thinking it's a to pear. me. To me, it still has a prominent scotch profile. So much fruit to just. Like I said, fresh sliced apple. Yeah, this is a 
definitely a fruit basket in a glass. Big time. Mm -hmm. Something that you could probably pair nice with fruit and a, some nice cheeses. Oh, yeah. Oh, man, yeah. Be drinking this all day. Like a great dessert uh, drink. I'm going to add my drops of water. Let that open up a bit. Yeah. But yeah, this is good. Delicious. Good, good, good. When, when I first had it, it was not even nearly this much fruit. Really? Yeah. It really changed. It was like all that fresh apple and grape, like what you were talking about, it wasn't really there. Yeah. Like I said, fairly new to scotch, but I do have an appreciation for it. Um, seems like my profile with scotch is more into that uh, realm of uh, the peats. Those straight up flavor bombs. All the, uh, all the eyeless. Oh, yeah. Big hitters. Yeah. Big flavor. But the. What you're going to be reviewing probably down the road are the. Uh, Ambalor. They're barrel strength scotches. They're to die for. I. <laughs> I would not turn that down ever. Now, I haven't had Longmorn 16. Still on my list to get. Which one is that? Longmorn. Don't know too much about that. Um, I have a feeling that it's going to be like this: super fruity and just. I'm assuming fresh that's fresh fruit a and space uh, I don't know. I don't know. So after adding the order, people, uh, the oak profile kind of came out a little bit more. But the nose is not too much different for me. Try a sip. Yeah. Yeah, I get a lot more fruit. More fruit than what I did before. Um, thinking about a Wrigley's uh, Juicy Fruit. Yes. Gum. Juicy fruit. Yeah. That's exactly what I taste. Now I'm getting not that much of apple or that grape anymore. I'm getting that whole banana vibe at mm. the back end. There's a lot of fruit going on here. Yeah, this is good. Yeah, it is. This is clean. Good. Very yeah. clean. Nice. Fresh. Nice. Nice on a... I mean, it's nice anytime, but yeah. perfect for a summer night. Sitting out on your porch, whatever. Yep. yep. After dinner. Yeah, just a sip. Converse. It's nice to have those. Now. Yeah. Nice. As an experiment. Okay. Usually it doesn't go this way. Oh. Usually it's kind of the other way around. You hear it here first. A spin. Aberfeldy 12. Now we can go from the 21 to the 12 and see how things they, have changed. Okay. We could do that. Uh, and I've... I've gotten into this one too, so it's it's maybe an inch down, and just just past, just well, at like the shoulder. Well, no, at first the color looked dogger to me, but this part just me. It seems like it's about the same. Yeah, it's about the same. 
See, that's one thing that confuses me with some of these uh, <clears throat> highlands and space sites. Mm-hmm. It's like they've been in the barrel so long, but so lightly colored. Yeah. So obviously, it's the weather. And I'm, I'm assuming. I'm like that Abelor, um Alba. Yeah. Why is that so light? I don't know the age statement on that one. Or the even the regular, you know, barrel strength Abelor. That is super dark. That is yes. super dark. It's like mahogany. So I don't... We, we're going to have to do some research on those before we review it. I, I think it would be a good idea if we did... Even though they're completely different. But we should do those back-to-back, I'm thinking, on a episode or so. Just like with that. There's a lot of colorant added in some of these scotches to get them dark like that and if you have like a Lafroig or a, um Ardbeg super light super light in color you know, I know. it's like straw they, they could be very deceiving yeah you're like oh look at that little cute light color and then you take a a nice <laughs> swig and you're like yeah <clears throat> Tense. It's like a campfire in your mouth. Yeah, this is this is good. So very good. Don't don't be shy if you're a new Scotch drinker and you see the Alberfeldy. I haven't had. I think this is the. If I had to pick one Scotch I've had in the past, that was the most. Juicy and fruity and fresh fruit. This it'd be this one, Aberfeldy Twenty One. Yeah. So this thing is just a, like you said, juicy fruit. Yeah. The only thing that I will say that is a negative for me is that 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 eighty proof. I wish oh. it was a little bit more. Yeah. I, I'm a proof hound. Yeah. But man, I tell you, you probably could get some crazy flavor, like. Even if this was like a solid 90. Yeah. That would I mean, be interesting be... to see if this was a higher higher strength. Yeah. It does not say anything about being... Um, no colorant added or anything like that. It doesn't say. So, kind of have to assume that they... Put colorant in here. Yeah, and it doesn't say unchill filtered either. What is it, nine? Or, well, you don't know. If they don't say it, then pretty chances are it's, it's chill filtered. It's chill filtered. chill filtered. Yeah. I'm a non chill filtered fan. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, hey, See the to each his own. Scotch huh? mist. But still flavorful. Oh yeah, very yeah. good, very good. Mhm. Yeah. So I'm gonna do my rating on this. Mhm. <clears throat> I I know the price of the twenty-one year. Alberfeldy. Um, 
if you're a fan of space sites, which I'm not that much. Hmm. Although it's a this highland. is good. That's a highland. Yeah. Okay. Sorry. A highland. Yeah, but the fruit you'd think. I thought it was a space side because it's so fruity. Um, man. For my profile, even though I'm not that much of a Scotch guy, kind of am, not as much as you, obviously. Right now, I'm going to give it uh, 85. I want to see how this 12-year-old is first. And depending on that 12... I could even give the 21 a lower grade or a higher grade. Maybe. Okay. I'm Let's a, see. At first, I thought 89, but I'm thinking more like 88. Yeah, I'm at a, a, a definite 88 for me. Yeah, I'm at an 85 right now. I'm going to see how this 12 stands up. And I'm assuming that's the same proof, right? 40%, 80 proof. Yeah. Yeah, 40%. Chill, filtered, and colorant added, most likely. Yeah, that's what I'm going to get. Okay. For for now. Down the hatch. Mm. Now it's on the 612 is all about. See where it's going from here. The price difference. Oh yeah, I'm pretty sure it's tremendous. Yeah, (laughs) it's tremendous. Quite a bit. So right now we're gonna be trying the twelve in comparison, even though we know that is a. Great. I know, Quinn. Hear that dog barking? He understands. <laughs> God love that dog. Dylan loves pets, by the way. Well, you're a cat guy. I like cats. Yeah, yeah, I like yeah. the dog, but we won't get into it here. <laughs> if you guys want to subscribe to our Patreon, that's when you get the down low. On Dylan's feelings yeah. about the dog. Just joking, we don't have a Patreon. Okay. Not yet. So from the nose, when I get before, that before, before I added water, I'll say that the nose on a 12 year is more prominent than the 21. Don't know how that works. But not fresh fruit though. It's like. Uh... Nah. Cask, maybe? More cask? Yeah, I don't smell that much fruit. I smell fruit, but not... It's not fruity, (laughs) if you get what I'm saying. Seems like it has more of a punch to it. It doesn't smell like it's 80 proof. For one thing. Even though you don't get the heat from the nose, but the smell seems more... Smells like it has more character to it. 
after being a 12-year-old thing. Now, in some whiskeys, and that's all whiskeys to me, um, the right age statement for some is like that 15-year mark. Sometimes if you go over 18, depending on the style of whiskey as well. But when you get like... <sighs> with these uh, older ones, with these low-age proofs, it kind of takes away from the bourbon to me. Mm-hmm. Uh, a good example is the, the Elijah Craig 18. It's an oak bomb. You can <laughs> definitely taste the oak. But it's like 90 proof or whatever. And I will say that the I, I had many store picks of Elijah Craig that were like 12 years that were better than that at times. Um, it's nice to have in your collection, and it's nice to enjoy every once in a while for a good occasion, but, um... Too much oak. Yeah, I think it's kind of overhyped. It's kind of overhyped. I mean, bourbon already is first fill. It's really oaky. Yeah. And to overdo it 18 years... Especially when you're in in those climates. Yeah. Like in Kentucky, is very different than Scotland. So, yeah, so maybe this 12 for me, my personal op- opinion, might be the best for the uh, Aberfeldy. Maybe the 21 might. Now, going from the me. 21 to this one, in just in the nose, it's like it's stale. It's like it's not as fresh. It's like stale fruit in the nose compared to the 21. There is some fruit there, but not as fresh. This right here, I just had a sip. Okay. More flavorful on the the profile up front, and I get a little bit of spice on the on the tongue, like a little bit more pep in the step, man. For sure. Just no comparison. It's different. It's different. You wouldn't think if you just aged that another. Yeah, you uh, get that. A, what is that? Nine years. Yeah. That it would change that much. Hmm. I'm gonna say that I like the twelve better. Really? For me. Because it's more, uh, it's not as delicate. It's a little more. Not saying that I don't dislike the 21. 21's way fresh, more fresh fruit, but delicate. And this is like, like you were saying, more, a little more flavor here, but not the fresh fruit. Mm mm. Caramel, the raisin, again. Um, the finish to me seems a little bit longer than the 21 year, but maybe that's just me. Yeah. The finish goes yeah. a little bit longer, and I didn't add any water to that, and I thought that was just that is that's good. Um, mm-hmm. even though we weren't planning on rating the Albufeldi Feldi 12 year. 
And it was in the 30s to buy that. Okay. And the, 30, I, I, I know how much that 21 is, and it, it is a tremendous um, gap. Yeah. Um, I know we're going to revisit this down the road. Because at this time, it really isn't fair. I, I would like to see it where it is right there at that 21, like a little over half full. But man, from what I have from the 12 year, I would give this a 88. Really? Yeah. Huh. Especially for the price. 30 bucks. Oh yeah, the price is it's hard to beat. For a 12 year? If you want a fruity If you want some fruit, but not, you know, you know what else is a good one is uh um can't um drawing a blank now. Ah, forget it. Anyway, that price thirty six dollars a bottle. It's great. Yeah, for that money. So, for the record, if you're a Scotch person out there that listens to us, or if anyone listens to us, <laughs> but if you're that Scotch person, I will say this: if you don't want to really spend that money on getting a high age Scotch, just so you won't have to break your bank, depending on what your situation is or how your wallet is i will not turn this 12 year down Mm -hmm. for that 36 bucks i would say that you won't get the same experience but i don't think you're going to be uh so to speak bent out of shape if you missed out on the 21 yeah not trying to discredit the 21 because the 21 it's still good yeah but for me personally, is it worth it for you? No, no. That's what you're saying. Yeah, twelve yeah, year. This is a lot like, of money. They got an eighteen, right? I don't is know. there a eighteen, sixteen, something like that? I don't know. But yeah, I like the twelve year. I like the twelve year. Partially better than the twenty one. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see what happens when I get this another. So I rated the twenty one eighty five and the twelve eighty eight. <laughs> Okay. What would you give the uh, if I had to rate 12? That? 83? 83? Yeah. Yeah. It doesn't do it for me as much as the 21. The 21, if I'm going to have, if I'm, if I'm going to, have a scotch that's light, delicate, and fruity. That's what you want. I want that. Yeah, the 21. Yeah, yeah. I get that. Because that one's just so much more going on there with the fruit. Yeah. Yeah, I get it. Then this one is a little stale comparatively. It kind of... See, the thing is, is like that 12 kind of reaches my profile with that bourbon character. Yeah. Even though it's not a... doesn't have that bourbon character, but it's close... To what my profile is used to. That, uh... That bite. And all that stuff. I'm... It's kind of like... Into that. The difference between Ardbeg 10 and Wee Beastie. You go to Wee Beastie, which is for five years, I think. And... Yeah. And it is more flavor... More uh, intense flavors, I, I would say. Not as clean, kind of rough. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. And, not, you know, not clean. Intense. Yeah. But whereas the Artbeck 10 is like 
super refreshing and delicious. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Pretty much one of my favorite peated scotches. Can't go wrong with an Ardbeg 10. If you like peat. Just so good. One of these days we got to review that in the uh, Ugodil. Yeah. Yeah, the Quarry of Reckon is another one of theirs. is really good. And there's that 19-year-old uh, one they have, too. And Amon's has oh, nice. that on the shelf to try. That is quite $300 had, a bottle. I wonder if you get... Was it available to purchase? Or? Yeah. Oh, it was. Purchase Ooh. and taste. One day, he's got it. So, yeah, I gotta get back there. I've been there like five times after we went. To, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I was like, uh, okay. <laughs> no, I wouldn't. I wouldn't do that. Uh, you right. can, though. Next uh, episode, you get the high end. Yeah. Or do we want to mix it up? Maybe we change it up. Next Wait episode, I'll tell you what. We're going to do uh, this is a little sneak peek. We're going to go on a, a venture, so to speak. Oh. So if you guys are familiar I'm with curious. the distillery source from MGP out here in Iowa. Well, not here, but... Iowa? In the Midwest. Indiana. Iowa. Oh. Yeah. Cat's Eye Distillery. Oh, okay. They do this thing called Light Whiskey. I'm pretty sure some of you listeners have heard of it. Um, we're going to do a comparison between the three. Um, I have a 13-year-old light whiskey from them. That's not in hazmat, but still up there in proof. I have a 14-year that's a hazmat. And then also a 16-year store pick um, from the Grafton Bottle Shop. Out here, out there in uh, Grafton, Wisconsin, which is also a hazmat. So we're gonna do a uh, comparison with those three um, bottles, which, like I said, <laughs> are high-proof whiskeys. So it's gonna be a lot of war in between those to try to figure those out. They're highly aged, um, but it'd be interesting for me and Dill to see which one. It's the best. Not that much of a gap between the three, but 13, 14, 16, I think would be a pretty cool episode to do. Hazmat. Is that on the label? So it's yeah. Hazmat? Yeah, they have that. Hazardous like, uh, material? Yeah, label on the side. Huh. Flammable, whatever. So. So to store it, you have to be the... the Building type has to be rated as a hazardous material. Maybe. Type. <laughs> Maybe. Okay. So, yeah, that, that should be an interesting episode. Um, that's what we probably should plan next week. If not, you might see another high or low, but there's something that me and Dill have been talking yeah. about to try to do a comparison. Something, something different if there's some cat's eye distillery people out there. Light um, whiskey, yes. Light whiskey. I'm curious to see what this would taste like watered down to 40%. Yeah. You know? Hey, we actually could... That could be part of the episode, too. We could have them without water the first time. 
and then add drops of water to each one and then proof it down if we're able to do it to 80 like Dylan said to see see how, <laughs> how light it can get yeah so it could be three episodes in one it'd be like a little uh, science type of thing a project sounds good so yeah so tune in to that next episode and hopefully we have our ducks in a row and be able to um, to do that so yeah alright catch ya yeah make sure you keep on following us on Instagram if you want (laughs) (laughs) or don't